Homes.com knows that when it comes to home shopping, it's never just about the house or condo. It's about the home. And what makes a home is more than just the house or the property. It's the location and neighborhood, Dalton. If you have kids, it's also schools, nearby parks, and transportation options. That's why Homes.com goes above and beyond to bring home shoppers the in-depth information they need to find the right home. And when we say in-depth, we're talking deep in-depth. Each listing features comprehensive information about the neighborhood, complete with a video guide. They also have details about local schools with test scores, state rankings, and student-to-teacher ratio. They even have an agent directory with the sales history of each agent. So when it comes to finding a home, not just a house, a home, this is everything you need to know all in one place. Homes.com. We've done your homework. Picture this. It's blazing hot outside and you need to head to work. You get into your car and turn on the AC to get the cold air pumping as soon as possible, but it doesn't work. Instead, blowing hot air out of your vents and directly into your face. No, your car doesn't hate you. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the air conditioning system, and there's an easy all-in-one solution that will restore your cold air in no time. There's no need to go to the shop and pay lots of money when you can save time and money recharging yourself with AC Pro Recharge Kits. AC Pro Recharge Kits make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience. And the AC Pro app offers clear, vehicle-specific instructions to help you get the job done in less than 10 minutes. So pick up an AC Pro Recharge Kit at any store selling auto products and confidently restore your car's cold air yourself today. Be a pro with AC Pro. I am weird, dude. You are weird. <laughs> Mr. Dale Earnhardt Jr. That <laughs> family picnic sometimes <laughs> gives you more than just a potato salad. That's the voice of my co-host and one of my best friends in the whole wide world, Mike Davis. We're screwed. What does that mean? No, we're not standing in that box together in our underwear. <laughs> are you kidding me, Mike? Oh my God, that is hilarious. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Dale Jr. Download. It is Thursday, October nineteenth, and uh, we're gonna get re- we're gonna get right to it here in the Bojangle Studio. I'm again joined by my sister Kelly. Uh, Mike Davis is out this week with some type of illness. <laughs> Anyways, we are um, we're we're excited for Mike to get well soon. He's feeling great, but he uh, he just wanted to be care- careful and cautious. Kelly has been here all week. Thank you, Kelly. He feels better than he sounds. He does. He sounds a little rough. Yesterday we had an incredible interview with Johnny Morris. Johnny was really nervous. He kept telling us as we were leading up to the interview of how nervous he was, uh, which is insane to me. But um, he, he came in here, and, um, man, he was really eager to talk about his business, you know, and, and obviously, um, we were excited to be able to learn what we could. I thought some of the more interesting things for me were, um, about the origins of his business, right? How that starts. Don't we all want to know? Uh, I've always been, um, I've always had this dream and this sort of, uh, wish to go back to the garage in, in NASCAR in the in the early to to late seventies. I know that's not the origins of NASCAR, but I just so badly want to walk around in the garage to feel the the vibe, the energy, what it was like. It was sort of, I'm sure, so different. 
And I have that equal uh, curiosity about that first Bass Pro Shop store. Yeah. As we know, you know, we know Bass Pro Shop today is this incredible giant thing, right? But it came from somewhere. Came from somewhere and small. Something small. Yeah. And he told us. Yeah. Um, literally just a couple, you know, small little couple shelves and a small footprint right in the corner of his dad's liquor store. Yeah. You know, the thing that, um, that, spoke to me the whole time was just like passion 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 he stayed true to his all of his beliefs and it's evident in everything that he has done speaks of and so on and so forth that that passion is at the center of the outdoors nature conservation all of those things are the foundation for us being able to go into a bass pro shop and buy something that we want because you know it's and it's that's you know, I respect the fact that he stayed true to to those beliefs of what his are because it's so easy to to you know go here or there based off of um, he he did talk about the customer and he's he's clued into what the customer wants so I don't mean that in a bad way in terms of stay getting off the rails of what you think your business is but kind of reminds me of um, you from a racing perspective with cars tour like yeah. that that passion point you know and see what you can take and grow into it right yeah. so I just think that's what he's done I mean he took something that was so passionate yeah it's pretty amazing um, to have a chance to sit down with somebody who's grown an empire like that and ask them the honest you know honest questions about their origins and where they came from and his uh the other thing that was pretty powerful i'll be honest with you um i uh his story about his dad yeah uh sitting by the campfire and and how his dad uh you know just becoming a dad myself you're a parent um and his dad was like well you'll know how i feel when you have your own children and so he had that moment come rushing back to him when he had his first child and uh then he finally really truly knew what his dad felt for Mm -hmm. him Mm-hmm. incredible um yeah. just and he's he delivered it so so well yeah i about fell apart man well he, he, i really had to hold i was about <laughs> to start crying i was like holy shoot man well family is incredibly important to him too and you know it's that whole um the whole uh generation that never said the love word right we've heard those stories too right between our dad and his dad and so on and forth so that story was so powerful it also made me think about on a lighter note me having kids so many years earlier than you having kids and all the apologies that you've given me in terms of um no just in terms of because having kids is a different level of love and all of these different things all these different emotions that yeah. you don't get until you have kids and that no. that moment from him was beautiful yeah, yeah. that's a good very point. beautiful um what's been your big takeaway takeaway from co-hosting this week i don't know are you looking for a new co-host no i'm just kidding it was fun. could be i enjoyed it it's be. fun yeah. it's it's just really fun you know i i love people i like uh relationships i love just hearing these stories and and digging into um you know what makes them what they are what made them you know make the decisions of what they're doing and their impact in the sport or on our family or whatever the situation is so um it's just it's cool and interesting and it's always fun to spend time with you because contrary to what people think they think we see each other every day i do and so i'll say there was some i thought the chemistry tuesday wednesday and today i thought it's been great um we were still able to talk about farts (laughs) <laughs> and um you know when it's like when a, you were it's like when the teacher walked in the classroom when you got here so but yeah you, you know, were worried that yeah. that would be off limits weren't you yes yes 
All right. Well, thank you for helping us out this week. Yeah, absolutely. It's been a, it's been fun. All right. I'm going to, I guess you're going back to work. I guess so. All right. That's what I do on a daily basis. All right. We'll see you later. Thank you, Kelly. My eight to five job. <laughs> <laughs>You know, Larson wins this, so that takes one spot. You know, it's potential only one guy's going to get on points. You know, I think it'll probably be two, I would think, but you never know. Like, it could be there's a guy like Reddick could easily go out there this week, and, and he still needs 16 points. He's back. So even if he goes out there and wins both stages and wins yeah. the race and somebody finishes second or th- like Danny runs right behind him, he's not making up 16 points there even. So, yeah. you know, it's like. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to it's gonna be hard to make that up. So um, I think they're they're right on with this. I've I was watch I was in the booth at the Vegas race. Right, Blaney comes in minus ten. Race starts. He's moving into the top ten. He's getting stage points. He's doing really well throughout the day. Ends up with a pretty decent result, and still wasn't any better off Mm-mm. at the end of the day. I was like, what in the hell? And it's not that the points system and structured and screwed it's really that man all these guys if they don't have big mistakes are going to run well and if you got to gain 10 points you can't finish right next to these people Mm -hmm. right um and that's so frustrating i guess if you're someone like blaney to go out there and man he had a reasonable reasonably good day you know uh, but ha- but came out of there, got out, gets out of the car after all that work, and goes, okay, man, where are we? Right, we got to be even to the cut line now, right? Nope, not even close. Maybe even worse off. Freddie is right. I thought running into top. I thought just running in the top ten, just getting stage points would be enough. No, top five in the stages is a must be uh, situation for all the drivers. Top five in the race as well. Um, if you can't be a winner that you know locks themselves in like Larson. You better be running in the top five the entire race. You can't take a stage off. They did penalize two drivers for laying back. Good job, NASCAR. Great job. We have to have this. This is going to get the attention of the drivers. They told me to start the race. Hey, someone had been penalized in Xfinity for laying back. Stay closed up. Is this how? And then when someone had it at the beginning, maybe it was a 40. AJ. AJ. They just said, hey, they busted the 16 for laying back. Stay tightened up. Like, my team would tell me that. So that's... And then, did they get the nine? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. They're putting a line in the sand that they're not going to put up with it. And certainly, this is what we asked for. And I applaud them for doing this because it had gotten out of hand. We saw how awful that restart was. 
uh, at Kansas at the end with guys laying back. And so uh, I, I like this move, certainly. And hopefully it, uh, it it changes some people's mindsets when it comes to you know laying back on restarts. I agree with Denny that it's good that they penalize those drivers, that 16 and the 9. I mean, I see – okay, here this is not going to make a lot of sense. But laying back is a thing that's been going on for a long time. It's – okay, if you're going to start to uh, make a point – if you're NASCAR and you're now going to start to make a point and start penalizing people, that's fine. They penalize those drivers, I guess, because they felt like that that was pretty egregious. But when it happens in row two, you know, when it happens in row three and it's 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 a, a playoff driver, I want to see that same energy. They're, they're busting A.J. Allmendinger in 20th, you know? Mm-hmm. Chase Elliott in sixteenth, whatever, right? Yeah, they're not playoff guys. They're not even part of the. It's not a. It's it's getting attention, like Denny says, got his attention. But when it really comes down to it, and it's at you know it's it's ten to go. It's and 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 one of our you know row three lays back, or there's a gap for whatever reason doesn't get a great start doesn't get doesn't stay tight. Will they? Will they call it? Yeah. Do you think they're building that up by penalizing them back there that early? And then they're going to build it up and be like, when it gets later in the year, obviously there's three races left. If you start lagging, hey, we gave you the warning at Vegas with these guys, you think there's some like hidden message there or no? I'm, I wonder if maybe they're trying to avoid having to make that call in a very difficult moment, mm-hmm. right? If, if you're NASCAR, all right, man, you're in a booth right now. Perfect. Um, you're up in the booth of the race. It's the uh, Phoenix uh, finale. Ten laps to go. Uh, you know, you got, you're in row three. You got a guy in row three laying back that's one of the four. He's on the outside. He's laying back. He's trying to get a run. He's trying to create something for himself. It's his last opportunity. It's his last chance to try to win this championship. So it's only, he's trying to do whatever he can. You going to call it? Oh, that's a tough spot to be in. You going to call it? Will they call it? Do you think NASCAR calls it? I don't think I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I, would you want that to be the deciding factor for somebody? So, all right, NASCAR doesn't want to be in that position. Maybe this is them trying to prevent that from happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Trying to trying to get everybody to tighten it up a little bit. Let's get it tightened up so this shit don't happen to us on prime in the prime moment, in the very very in the biggest moment of the year. We cannot have this shenanigans. Yeah, yeah. And uh, also too, if it does happen. It might be easier for them to then call it. Hey, we've been telling you, we've been doing it. We've been, we got these other guys. You had, to, you, you saw us looking. We're looking. We're watching. But I just don't see them. They're very, and I get it. I, it's, I don't see them calling it in that moment, in that big game seven moment, in the ninth inning. I don't see them nitpicking, and and I think you could get away with it. I really do. Yeah. Because I don't think the NASCAR wants that to be part of the narrative at the end of the day. But it's them maybe trying to prevent that from getting to this point, right? Um, it's one of those calls. It's not exactly as straightforward as it is. Is it? It's not a, um, you know, it's not like speeding on pit road or something. Speeding, yeah. It's not. It's not an obvious. Sometimes people just aren't great at restarts. Yeah. Yeah. Can you tell that if he just you know didn't get a good restart or he's laying? Well, down? I'll say this: if the six, the sixteen starts gaining ground 
on the car in front of him. I think if he doesn't pull out and go to the top, NASCAR might not call it. Yeah. Because they might just go, you know what? Guy probably just didn't get a bad, good enough. He he wasn't he wasn't uh, tidy, and he wasn't on top of his game and staying caught up. Um, a lot of guys in the back are just like, hey man, we're just taking it easy. This is I'm you know. Um, so I mean, there's some guys that aren't tied up. There's some guys that aren't tight. Um, that you know, that are just chilling. But if you lay back. And then at the start finish line, you have it timed perfectly, and you jump to the outside. I think that's like a obvious. Yeah. All right, man, we got to call that one. Yeah, that's too egregious. But if I'm if I'm running fourth out of the four at Phoenix, uh, ten laps to go, and I'm sixth, and I'm I'm I need to pass all them boys. Uh, I'm doing everything. Yeah, you got to take that chance. I got to take the chance. Make them call it. Make them call it. They might have to. Yeah, that's the that's the flying lap. I like that, man. I enjoy uh, hearing from our other properties, Door Bumper Clear. They've been doing a great job here lately um, as we're closing out the year. Denny's been strong all season. I wonder when we get to the end of the day, uh, when Phoenix is over and Denny has recorded his final episode of the season, what his true genuine opinion will be of the experience. Yeah. I really uh, am excited to hear that. Maybe we do a... Uh, a, a Dale Jr. download interview just about Denny's podcasting yeah, year. What a, what a great time that would be. Um, anyhow, uh, the flying lap, a lot of fun. Uh, always be tuning in to everything we have going on here at Dirty Mo Media. Door bumper clear actions, detrimental, Dirty Mo Doe, uh, Speed Street, all of those properties available to you every week. <laughs> All right, everybody, this weekend, um, I'm leaving actually tomorrow uh, to go to Homestead and buckle back into our Xfinity car for the race this weekend. I'm really excited about this. Uh, it is the same car we raced at Bristol. Yes, we fixed uh, the problems that created the uh, small fire we had in the cockpit. <laughs> so all of that is taken care of. Uh, I sat in the car this week, and, man, it is comfortable. It's like a glove, and um, we have practice Friday and qualifying right back-to-back around 6 p.m. in Homestead. There is a little weather in the area. I'm not sure exactly where that nets us if it rains out. I don't know if we get a spot or not, but uh, I've been told a lot of different things, but we'll just have to wait and find out uh, should we have to you know, deal with any kind of concerns on the weather. Otherwise, uh, looking forward to getting out on the track. I was able to get into the sim this week and do a lot of laps and try to prepare, go out there and try to put down a good lap in qualifying that'll be fast enough to get us in the show. And uh, we're not guaranteed in anything, so uh, you know we'll go face those same nerves we, hand, we had at Bristol, but try to put down a great lap. And um, in the race, you know, I love racing at Homestead. The reason why I picked this track is because it's so fun to run right against the wall when the car is right and the car is doing what it can do. Running that fence is just a really good time. Um, it's just fun to do. And so hopefully that all works out and the car allows us to go up there and be competitive um, and uh, and run well, you know, run up in the top ten. I, I, I know we led laps at Bristol. I know people love that, and I did too. But uh, I measure my expectations. Uh, there's a competitive field. There's also, you know, the playoffs uh, and and people trying to move themselves into the, that final round at uh, at Phoenix for the championship. Got to be respectful of that. Certainly don't want to do anything that's going to 
um, give anybody any trouble or hurt their opportunity to have a great run at Homestead. So with all of those things, you you know, you know have to take a measured approach. And I thought that approach was, was good at Bristol. It worked out. We got into the lead and were able to take advantage of it. Um, we won't be able to use that same strategy, though, to gain that type of track position. At, 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 at Homestead, with the way the tires are, more than likely going to have to basically be on the same strategy as everybody else. So we'll have to get our track position through quick pit stops, but also passing cars out on the racetrack. Uh, at Bristol, we were able to get to pit road during a timely yellow and cycle forward when everyone else came to pit road that was trying to get stage points. That gave us the opportunity to be able to start on the front row and get the lead and put us in great shot uh, position to win the race. So that strategy probably won't be presented to us this weekend. But otherwise, um, I'm looking forward to it. And, yeah, hopefully when we come back, we got a great result and we've got a right side worth auctioning off uh, for charity because, uh, you know, if you run that wall all day long, you're going to run into it a few times. So it should be a good time. I'm looking forward to getting that started up. Also, don't forget, this car is awesome. It looks great. Um, yeah. Bass Pro Shop logos. Um, it's been a minute since I've had any Bass Pro Shop logos on my race cars in the NASCAR Cup level. Uh, and obviously the scheme is a nod toward Dad's Wrangler scheme from 86, 87. Uh, but with that day glow orange, it's mm. going to pop uh, on the racetrack. And hopefully uh, it's as fast as, as it is uh, good to look at. Is the uh, family coming to Homestead to watch? Um, Amy and the girls are planning on coming. Obviously, we're going to look at the weather and make a make a decision. But mm-hmm. uh, I think for the for right now, we're all they definitely don't want to miss it. And Homestead is pretty cool. Um, right there at the bus lot, on there there's a lake in the middle of the racetrack, much similar to Daytona. And on one end, it's a beach. Oh yeah, I've, I've yes. seen that. Yeah, and so you know, I mean. For our our girls and Amy, there'll be something for them. That'll be something for them to check out. They'll enjoy that. That'd be cool. Yeah. So, uh, and I love having them there. Um, we'll have a great time, and it's pretty pretty chill. NBC, my NBC family is amazing. They'll let me really kind of have the whole day Saturday nice. off uh, to focus on what we're doing and to be with my family. Um, and then I'll jump in the to the booth to work on Sunday for the Cup race, and I'll be ready to rock for that. All right, ready for some Ask Junior? Let's do it. Let's fire it up. We are live. Hey, everybody. It's Dale Junior here at the Dale Junior Download, and thanks for tuning in on all our YouTube channels uh, at, at Dirty Mo Media uh, for our Ask Junior segment brought to you by Xfinity, Xfinity 10G. It's the fastest stuff out there. Um... I'm a customer. Did you know? You know I'm a customer. I know you're yeah, a you customer. Get the bill. <laughs> Kelly, my sister Kelly's here today. Um, Mike Davis is not feeling well, and I'm finally starting to come, get over whatever the, the, it was that I was dealing with um, uh, this past week. And uh, so Kelly's sitting in. Uh, we've had a great show today already. Uh, a lot of great uh, stuff we had to catch up on because I've been out for a couple weeks. And... Um, yeah, so I, uh, I've been, I bought, so I had this home, and I bought internet, mm-hmm. 
And it was, they were providing Xfinity. Mm -hmm. That's what the option was. So I picked it. And um, then we ended up, you know, getting the deal here at the, at the, at the big table. But I've had it for almost four years now. Mm -hmm. And I've not had any issues. One time. I wish it was available in my area. One time. (laughs) One time a car ran into the telephone pole, just bumped it Mm -hmm. uh, and messed the line up. And I called them, and they came out there, and I, I stood there and watched the guy fix it. Did they fix it faster than They 10G? fixed it faster than 10G. <laughs> they did. They did. And so, um, but it's been amazing. I've really enjoyed this service. It's good. Yeah. I'm, I love my internet. I know. I wish that you could, they would offer all of the different products in every location so you could pick the best, you yeah. know, because you have that problem where I live, that's not an option. You don't get it. For yeah. me to have Xfinity, although I would love it. You would. All right, so Andrew is uh, compiled all your questions that you sent to Xfinity Racing on Twitter, and we're going to dive right in. Let's go. We got some good ones this week, uh, and this this first one's great for both of you guys. Yep. It's from Dustin. Uh, out of all of your dad's friends, who do you say he was the closest to, whether it be like Hank Parker, Richard Childress, Ned Yost, just to name a few? Um, dad's closest pal. RC, I would think. Tony Sr. Tony Sr., yeah. Yeah. Dad and Tony Sr. Yeah. rode around in their trucks being idiots back when they were, you From know. From day one, tw- right. <laughs> 18, yeah. 19, 20, 21 yeah. years old. Yeah. At least that was the stories. They married sisters. Um, they continued to hang and be pals all through the 90s as dad was, you know, Tony Sr. became the crew chief for the Bush car that dad was driving that eventually I would drive. Yep. Um, I mean, they were tight. So there's a long list that are right there right you could really dad would maybe disagree with this uh he might say somebody else but richard was on that list um i mean his friend donnie reeves which donnie reeves yep. yeah so <clears throat> a lot of people don't know who donnie yeah, reeves is very but, good friend of my dad's yeah. a car dealer up in yeah. north owned, of salisbury owned some yep. dirt cars yep. that dad drove yep. back in the 70s mm-hmm. and 80s but yeah he had a close yeah. couple friends there. nice uh this next question coming from tom uh what kind of fish do you have in your aquarium yeah i, I, I couldn't tell you what I was they getting are. Ready. oh you don't I know i'm gonna be so <laughs> impressed if you do <laughs> <No. laughs> well there's some that look like this <laughs> <laughs> there are uh there's we, a couple I, big ones yeah i've had an, i've had an aquarium for a long time and uh yeah, there's there's two that have been in there for a long time. I wish I knew the names of those ones. They're like silver and black, and they're kind of shaped they're, like a diamond, like a what's no like a triangle ish. With yeah, they're gone. Certain, oh, they're gone. Yeah. Oh shoot. Um, yeah. Recipes. And the dude that comes, <laughs> the, guy, the guy that comes and cleans it will bring a fish every now and then. And since we had girls, they've been bringing these little small neon looking guys oh yeah oh. they're like green pink blue um just fun stuff for the girls they now. look kind of chemically altered but uh <laughs> yeah <laughs> isn't everything these days right do, so, the, do the girls name them name nope, the fish nope, no no not yet okay that might be coming soon we'll yeah to- isla's it's five and a half so she might be getting toward that yeah point in her life but not yet uh this next question coming from alan you know we were just in vegas is there a go-to card game that you like to play um oh lord i don't know if i see you play a lot of cards really yeah yeah. Yeah. are you a good poker player no i mean i'm I'm not (laughs) no i'm not a good poker player um i don't play much um what is that drinking game 
presidents. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. You like that one? Yeah. That, c- yeah, fits me right perfectly. <laughs> yeah, um, as he's playing touch tunes. Yeah. That's right. So, um, I uh, I like drinking games. So, okay. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> then what's the what's the go to drinking game? On president. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. President. Um, is it just president? What is it? I called? think it's president. I yeah. think it's president. Because yeah. 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 there's a yeah somebody ends up being the asshole. And somebody's yeah. the president at yeah. the end of the deal. I, I don't think I've played this. And yet. the president gets to make our dumb rule, right? Yeah. And yeah. if everybody, if you don't do this rule and over during the next game. And the rule stays forever. Over yeah, the period yeah, yeah. of games, okay. the rules pile up, right? And may, not doing the rule or making a mistake could get you to have to drink. It's a fun game. I played that game for the very first time with my sister. Oh, yeah? Yep. Do you remember this, Kelly? <laughs> Was that in Wilmington? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yep. Uh, okay, yeah. boy, I'm finding out all kinds of things I've taught you that I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember who ended up being the? Day? Not really. Probably Dale. I uh, won. I got to be president <laughs> once in my very first game. I was like, this is awesome. What rule do you, like, what are the good remember. rules? No, I mean, you know, the thumb on the table, you know, if you're the last one to get your thumb on the table, you got to drink. Yeah, you know, Silly yeah. stuff. Take you know, the man off the cup. Nothing too crazy. What is that? Take the man off the cup. Every time you take a sit, drink, you have to take your man off the cup. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. Kind of <laughs> yeah, that's pretty funny. That gets everyone, too. <laughs> Uh, this next question coming from Paul, you know, Halloween's right around the corner. Uh, do you have a costume in mind? Do, does Amy and the girls Amy have has anything? the costume she in mind. She has it. Yeah. yeah. Apparently. I was already told me. What is it? I'm trying yeah. to remember. I know what it is. Um, shoot. This will be a big, Ryan Blaney will be Star thrilled. Wars. Yes. Yes. Oh. Darth yes. Vader. Yes. You? Has, yeah, apparently. Only, Isla only knows what she's going to be. Cause I said, you know, well, is your dad going to be Darth Vader? Is your dad? And she's like, no, she just only knows what she's going to yeah. be. Yeah. Yeah. So apparently this is decided, <laughs> yeah. and, and Amy has a Darth Vader costume coming down the pipe. Yeah. Nice. Even with the voice and all, I guess. I don't know. We'll see how it fits. I'm looking forward to seeing I think that. it's so cool because, like, y'all do y'all do some, like, out there things that you wouldn't think of, like the baseball thing that you yeah, did. Yeah, we did. And um, that the girls, I guess they're, like, quite old enough, but that they go along with yeah. it. But they get the opportunity also. We did League, also, of, the, League yeah. of Their Own last year. Yeah. Yeah. They get the opportunity to dress up other times. Last too, year, things, we did League of Your Own. With TJ, with TJ Majors, Majors yeah. and his family, uh-huh. and TJ was the boy that cr- <laughs> that little boy that was always the little kid in the movie that was always getting in trouble at the dugout. He was the son of one of the players, the female players. You guys don't remember? I've seen it. Actually. I'll be honest, young. I haven't seen it. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Yeah, it's on Netflix though. I've seen it on there. <laughs> I'll watch it tonight. And I'll let you know. Hey, speaking of too young, yesterday I introduced somebody to the TV Guide. Had Ooh. no clue what a TV guide was. Oh. I just thought that was pretty interesting. No clue. Who? Like Julian upstairs, our new yeah. art yeah. person. Like I showed him the TV guide, showed him the dates and times, and like we went down the channels. It was still like instead of HGTV, it used yeah. to be H and G, and like MTV and all that. And he was. He's like, did this come with your TV? I'm like, no. <laughs> you had to buy it at the newsstand. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. I can't believe it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll bring it up to him as if we didn't have this conversation later and just as if, you know, it's common knowledge. Uh, He took it from me, by the way. uh, He wanted to read it. (laughs) (laughs) It's a page turner, that one. Um, We got time for one more question. This one's coming from Taylor. What is the ideal sleeping temperature for you? Cold as hell. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I want to bundle. I want to be cold. I like blankets. Um, Like you like weight? Like heavy blanket? Weight. No, 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 no just, not not heavy just blankets. Cuddled. Um, yeah, I just I want to be I want it to be cold. So Same. Sixty eight. Yeah. yeah, 
Yeah. Same. The, I mean, the, re- the rest of the house, so this is how I do it. Um, I, <laughs> I, this is, I'm over the top of this, sorry. <laughs> I, I, I sealed all my baseboards, right? Because your house leaks, okay? But if you, um, if you go and seal, it's a clear sealant, you can't even see it. You can get your baseboards sealed, at least in that area of your, wherever you're sleeping, where you want to be comfortable. Um, and seal up the home so that it doesn't leak. And uh, I keep, I got brush, I got brushes on the bottom of the doors so the air can't escape. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. So my bedroom door on each end has brushes on it. And so I keep the air, con- I have the air conditioner that runs that room, uh, keeps the, that room at 68 from 8 p.m. to 8 a.m. Nice. And then at 8 a.m., it goes to 72. And it runs that all day until 8 p.m. It goes back to 68. The rest of the house stays at 72 all day, all the time. All the time. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't like to be 68 and cold in the house when I'm up and moving right. about. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Right? But You don't want to um, have to carry the blanket no. around with you. <laughs> yeah. That That's the thing, man. I mean, I'll, I get, uh, yeah, we're getting into the weeds. I'll go downstairs <laughs> and start drinking beer and have to put on a hoodie. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, damn. Yeah. Because you get cold beer, you're like, uh but uh and it's like middle of the summer and i'm sitting down there with a hoodie on <laughs> it's gl- weird how your house changes like that yeah. though. it does yeah. like but i'm, I'm glad so i'm telling you man still in the baseboards like if you get you can get somebody to come to your house and see where all the leaks are i bought one of those uh little measure little things it's basically just a temperature gauge right just kind of like a tire temp gauge you can take one of those home Point it at your baseboards, point it around door jams, find out where you got leaks. Huh. Because your door jams, will, uh, the molding on your door jams sort of weathers and hardens, right? And it you'll be letting air in or out, whichever, right? Depending on the season. Um, and your HVAC is running its ass off trying to handle all these issues that you're not taking care of. Can I borrow that? Also, <laughs> yeah. Also, change your filters, filter time. That's the number we'll, one thing you should do. Yeah, we will mail them to you. Um, but a lot of people don't change their filters and don't they forget to change their filters. They go to the store to buy the filter and forget forget to get it and come home with everything else. And your HVAC is sitting there choking to death. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's some good advice. I'm glad you said 68 because I like it colder. The roommates don't, so I'm trying to make that yeah. argument. But <laughs> yep. Yeah. Anyways, that's a good... Uh, I. You know what I did last night? What? Talking about some homework. Let's doing a little, little homework, home, home repair, yeah, home projects. I took the my shower head uh, in my master has four water tiles, so it's like a rain shower, but it's mm-hmm. these little square, you know, four by four square tiles that, that, that the water comes out of, and <clears throat> I took them out and... Uh, Took them all apart. Took the whole piece, whole Dang. whole thing apart. It comes out of the ceiling, and I put it. My wife's helped me with this concoction, but I put it in uh, vinegar, baking soda, and a little water in a bowl all overnight. I'm trying so to get to the like clean water it. crud off of get it. All, yeah, yeah clean it out. Stuff because yeah. we have. Did it work? Oh yeah. yeah, we have pretty hard water. I got to put it back today. Oh, that's what I'll be doing tonight putting my shower back together <laughs> i love doing that man yeah i like the homework i can't say i've taken my shower apart yeah. but 
I, 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 I've taken my shower head, but it's like yeah. you just get a wrench and screw yeah, it off. My, that sounds yeah. way more detailed. I had a Roomba <laughs> acting up, uh, acting up, and I rebuilt that yesterday. Really? Yeah, I got her. Work, I was, got her working and running again. There I you don't, go. I don't like your yeah. Roomba. I wish it was still broke. <laughs> I spent. I had. I stayed overnight and kept Isla before Nicole was born, and that and thing goes running. off at like four o'clock in the morning. Terrifying. Starts, downstairs. Starts going downstairs. It, it runs into stuff and it's loud. <laughs> you know, when it's bouncing in the wild, it's like bam. And I bam, like bam. His, and yeah, it's yeah. scary kind of at his house a little bit. And Isla was up in her room, and her I was downstairs. <laughs> and all of a sudden, I hear this noise. I'm like, "What the hell?" You know, um, I've already went around and made sure I've locked all the doors. Yeah, and, yeah. Yeah, I got a room that runs. <laughs> I got two that run at the house, and I got one. I got, I got one that runs in my garage, because man, you know, you, your garage door opens up, and all these leaves come oh, yeah, blowing man. in. The wife comes driving in and drags all this, you know, leaves and stuff out, mm-hmm. and uh, and man, that that thing runs in that garage, and it, I don't have to fool with it. I used to have to run around in there vacuuming it all over the place every day, but um, I put a room, old beat up, you know. So a room, but does leaves this one's doing them dang um i mean the big boys i have to pick up but uh it's an old Roomba that it was like what it's not it's kind of old it's kind of too old to be doing the main floors uh, you know it's yeah. like all right buddy Just you're not that good you're not good enough <laughs> to do the main floors good enough for the kitchen anymore pal but uh we're gonna slide you on out of here in the you garage. don't work your way up at yeah. dale's house you get <laughs> you get downgraded yeah <laughs> He saw that new Roomba coming in. He's like, damn it. What happened? What happens next? You guys got climate control in there? No, we're just holding here. Yeah. Be happy you're still here. <laughs> well, if you hear a strange sound in the middle of the night, it's probably your Roomba. It's the Roomba. All those. Yep. Unless you don't have one, then that's terrifying. Then you better get up and see what's you better, going on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, that was fun. Nice it changer. was. All right, well, it's been a great week on uh, on the Dale Jr. Download uh, pr- you know, Tuesday show. Hilarious. If you haven't listened to it yet, you need to check it out. Had a lot of fun laughing with Kelly, and, um, and the conversation with Johnny Morris uh, was a lot of fun, and I want to um, thank him for coming in again. We're going to wrap this uh, this Thursday episode up with a, uh, with a segment from Short Track Insider with Hannah Newhouse, uh, and we'll see you guys at the racetrack. Hannah, take it away. Welcome back to another episode of Short Track Insider, where, man, I think the biggest storyline really coming out of the weekend in short track racing was the absolute drama that took place at the Winchester 400. I mean, the race itself is already a huge race of attrition, and then you add in the accolades, and just there's been something in the water in late model racing this season that has got drivers, teams, crew chiefs, just a little extra frisky, and I think it really just played out here at the tail end of the Winchester 400. Uh, it came down between Steven Nassi, who of course is never shied away from the headlines in racing, and Gio Rosario, who got into it during the race for the race lead um, and the win ultimately with Gio getting it. And then it continued to play out in post-race on the front stretch um, where a member of Nassi's team was hit by the car. There was altercations between the crew afterwards. I believe I saw on social media that 
tires were punctured on Donnie Wilson's hauler. Needless to say, all of the highlights, if you're looking for them from the race and post-race, really, Racing America has you covered for those on all their social media. But there has been penalties handed out since then with post-race altercations, you know, actions detrimental to stock car racing and such uh, between both Geo and Nassie's team. So all of those can also be found on the social media for ASA Stars Tour and the website. But yeah, man, spicy takeaway from the Winchester 400 and everything that took place there. Also this past weekend, the Extreme Outlaw Midgets wrapped up their season in Oklahoma over the weekend. They started on, I believe, Thursday at Port City uh, for the Donnie Ray Crawford Memorial 55. And then they went over to I-44 Riverside for two days of Friday and Saturday, where going into the weekend, it was a super close point margin between Cannon McIntosh, who had led a majority of the season, but Jade Avedigian had the one up on him coming into the weekend. And well, Cannon's from Oklahoma, so he definitely had the upper hand. And Jade, she's from California. So she had her work cut out for her, but uh, played her cards right. And when Saturday was done and over with, she got herself a podium finish as well as the 2023 uh, Extreme Outlaw Midget Championship, becoming the first female to ever win a national midget championship with her Keith Coons Motorsports team. Uh, she's got a huge and bright future ahead of her, part of the Toyota development pipeline. You know, if you don't know who Jade Avedigian is, I would 100% suggest you check her out, bookmark her, and continue to follow her because she's someone that I think is going to be around for quite some time and definitely make waves in the world of motorsports. But let's get you situated for this up and coming weekend. It's honestly a really simple weekend on my books of things that I had, you know, written out of things to watch. Uh, starting with the World of Outlaw NOS Energy Drink Sprint Cars head out to Texas for the final race weekend ever at Devil's Bull Speedway out in Texas. Um, this is where the very first World of Outlaw NOS Energy Drink you know, race was ever held. It's got a huge history in sprint car racing and the property was sold. So after this weekend's doubleheader, it will cease operations. So you can expect to have a huge car count. I know a lot of people want to get out there for the last race. Fans as well, uh, definitely expected to pack the area. So if you're watching on Dirt Vision throughout the weekend or on the property, you can use the hashtag final stampede for Devil's Bull Speedway. So hashtag final stampede. Um, I know they're trying to collect, you know, as many pictures and memories. And if you can get out there, I would highly suggest it. If not, both nights, Friday and Saturday are available on Dirt Vision. As for another championship weekend coming up for the Lucas Oil Late Models, they head out to Eldora, where if you've been following, they have implemented a playoff elimination format similar to what we see in NASCAR this season. So as they go into Eldora, it came down to the final four being Devin Moran, Jonathan Davenport, Hudson O'Neill, and Ricky Thornton Jr. in a winner-take-all format, which you know, it's an extremely entertaining format. These drivers know what they're getting into. They signed up for it. But I will say, and this is just my personal opinion, if you are Ricky Thornton Jr. and you've had the absolutely dominating season that he has had in the world of late models and you go into one final race and you leave not being the champion because of something that happens in one race, man, like, That would absolutely break my heart to see him do. But again, these drivers completely aware of what they signed up for. And beyond that, you know, it's been an entertaining format uh, to follow for some of these drivers that maybe didn't think they were going to be in championship contention and now find themselves in it at Eldora this weekend. So on track action for them starts on Thursday, runs through Saturday, that championship race being on Saturday evening. And of course, as always, you can watch all Lucas Oil late models on Flow Racing. 
And lastly, the Cars Tour is at Tri-County Speedway over the weekend. They've got pro late models, the late model stocks, as well as the street stock division with them. Qualifying is set to take the stage at 4.15 p.m. Eastern time on Saturday. They expect the green flag roughly at 7 p.m., but if you're able to make it out there, they are putting on quite the show. There's a free pre-race concert. They're going to have the autograph session, and again, the opportunity to see both Cars Tour classes being the pro-lates and late model stocks. I would definitely get the chance to get out there and the Carolina weather this weekend is supposed to be beautiful perfect fall weather so uh it's going to continue to get colder so if you get the chance to get out to a racetrack still please definitely do so if not flow racing has you covered for the car store this weekend but like I said guys race season is winding down so we will keep you covered next time here on short track insider Check out Dirty Mo Media on Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, and Instagram. Check out Dirty Mo Media.